Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. I'm your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, and FamilyPetAncestry.com. They all lead to a variety of places where you can listen to the Dork Forest. Uh, I'm Jackie Cation. I'm your host. It is November or December. In November and December, I ask that you do not donate to the Dork Forest. You instead find a local food bank and give them the, either the 10 to to $100 that you were going to give the Dork Forest, because I know you were. Because uh, I have a PayPal button that you can start donating to again in January. But to find a local food bank in your neighborhood, you can go to feedingamerica.org and you can put in your zip code. If you do not live in the United States, you can put in the name of your town and the word food bank and it will come up. You can do that here in the United States as well, oddly enough. Uh, the internet works like that everywhere, it turns out. So do that. Don't donate to the Dork Forest. If you want to support the Dork Forest still in these months, there are ways. You can get stuff for people for the holidays as trinkets, as gifts. You can get T-shirts and CDs and merch over at JackieCation.com at, on the store. There's going to be a new stand-up shirt uh, coming out, and that actually will not benefit me. That'll be a benefit for different charities, I think, is what that's going to be. All of it's available digitally. You know, iTunes and Amazon and Comedy Film Nerds has my DVD as a downloadable video, comedyfilmnerds.com. But if you want hard copies of the DVD of the CDs, you can get them at JackieCation.com. I also have a stand-up comedy T-shirt, my spooky reading girl T-shirts. I have Dork Forest T-shirts and Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirts. I have hoodies in stock. It is winter. And so if you want a hooded sweatshirt, zip hoodie, I actually have all the sizes in stock. You can email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, to make sure that they are still in stock at any time, of course. Uh, and I will tell you if they are. And if they aren't, it would be back order, and it might be a while. So know in your heart. Other than that, another way to support the show, if you, uh, because you're not donating in November and December, is to continue to use the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. There is a link uh, to support the show, and all it is is it's a link through to Amazon. And you order normally, like you would from Amazon. The Dork Forest just gets a little bit of a kickback for your order. It doesn't cost you extra at all. You can... Uh, see my calendar, where I'm doing stand-up comedy. You can always follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. The Facebook page is Jackie Cation hyphen Joke Smith. That's my fan page. If you have listened to all 600 and whatever episodes of The Dork Forest and would like more Dork Forest, there are premium episodes, probably a dozen of them. And they are, in the last couple of years, if I do a live episode, it usually costs me some money. So I have been putting them up on Bandcamp, and they cost money. They cost two bucks a pop. But if you go to the thedorkforest.bandcamp.com, you can see those different shows. They're usually live episodes around the world. And there is also a, a four- Four stories on a on a sort of a handmade storytelling album that I made over there too, and those are just a buck each. So if you want to go to Bandcamp, you can do that as well. Oh, why don't I do the the credits? The Dork Forest is not made possible just by me, Jackie Cation. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio, by God, and it's going to be great. 
And Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. He composed and sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He will sing his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. And Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He does, uh, he does the website. Go to allthingscomedy.com and find other podcasts there. I also have another podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show with Lori Kilmartin on the Nerdist Network. Uh, dorks, nerds, we're all in this together. The Jackie and Lori Show is literally... Lori Kilmartin and I discussing and just essentially just going off about stand-up comedy. So if you like stand-up comedy, you might like the Jackie and Lori show over on Nerdist. Hey, Rangers, listeners to the Dork Forest, this is a public service announcement uh, regarding a friend of the show, Jamie Flam. He was the Beatles dork on a previous episode. He has a couple of podcasts himself, the Long Shot Podcast, which I've been on a bunch, and a podcast called Gatekeeper, where he talks about booking stand-up comedy at the Hollywood Improv and working in the entertainment industry. He is opening a new comedy variety venue here in Los Angeles on Wilshire, sort of east of Koreatown. Uh, MacArthur Park is the name of the, the neighborhood, and it's called Dynasty at the Hayworth. And there's a Kickstarter if you want to support him opening it and doing it right. So the Kickstarter stops in a couple of days, November 18th, I believe, or 19th of 2017. And so look up Dynasty at the Hayworth. Check out the video to tell you all about it. And Jamie Flam's a good guy. And one more place to do stand-up comedy cannot be a bad thing. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to my living room, Rangers. Rangers of the Dork Forest. I am Jackie Cation. I am with Lane Moore. Hello and welcome. Yay. Hi. Hi. Okay. So you are at Hello Lane Moore. L-A-N-E-M-O-O-R-E. Yes. Hello Lane Moore. Yes. And that is Twitter and Instagram. And then find her those places if you want to know where else. Yes. And then... Uh, <laughs> the very secret locations, the other ones. You can't just look at the internet. No, 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 no. Heaven for Trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Work for it. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, other than that, uh, so you're doing a show with Janine. Yes. Uh, well, you're doing your show, which is Tinder Live. Yes, I do a show mm-hmm. called Tinder Live, yeah. With uh, Janine Garofalo. And yeah. I thought she was in a committed uh, monogamous relationship. Maybe she has pet moved It on. matters not. I mean, I just did um, a show with Matt Bronger, who's like getting married. And, you know, yeah. I've done a show with lots of married people. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it? when you're in the city, come on. Because it's, it's basically, I liken it to like Mystery Science Theater with Tinder. Oh. It's like, it's just me and other comics and musicians and actors. Like, we, we put my Tinder on a... Um, on a screen, on a projector screen. Your Tinder. My Tinder. And we go live. And um, so like if you were on the then, show, you and I would analyze the profiles and be like, oh, here's what his bio says. Here's what his photos. And we're going at it live. Oh, my God. And the audience votes whether we swipe no left wonder. or right. Yeah. No. She's going to crush. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder it's so popular. Let me exactly. say more. <laughs> yeah. Because that sounds hilarious. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. I love it so much. Slightly sad for the people. Do the people know? No, but I will tell you because I understand that assumption. It is, and I'm so proud that like every single person who's reviewed the show has said it's the most like good natured show. Like I don't talk about anybody's appearance. Like that's punching down. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to shit on them. There's no need. I don't even know them. And like, it's more of a like the way that we're putting ourselves out there and like people just don't know that it's like, oh, hey, all your photos have a girl in it. I assume you have like a harem or like I'm going to have to like fight these women off in a duel. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's just like I'm I'm operating under like the most positive mentality that like these people are good people. They just don't know that this is what I'm thinking. Okay. You know what I mean? You know, that's how I found my fella was uh, on the internet and I was on for like two months and then my friend uh, Spencer Dobson and my friend Anna Becker looked at my profile and they're like, 
oh, there's trouble here. That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's kind of what the show is. That's it's what just that like, is. Oh, no. So but then note to you know, self, it's something that people could take away. Thousand and go, percent. Try to, <laughs> try to keep it together, folks. Yeah. And, but then it's also like, you know, I have people who come on and they're like, I've been with my partner like 20 years and this is just like the funniest fucking show. And it's like, right. So it doesn't matter. Even if you're not, it's just like. And it's, it's just, I play a character on the show and she's kind of like drunk and insane and like something's wrong with her. <laughs> and, but guys love her because she's right. just like, I'm stuck in a bathtub. And then it's like, what? What is happening? It doesn't yeah. matter, though, because guys matter. are like, cool. How do I help you get you out? And she's like, I don't know. My legs aren't working right now. And it's like, she's <laughs> do just. Do you have a curl bar? Right. Yes, I do. Yeah. Or whatever. Or like I'm riff, trapped in the woods. The riffing. I'm yeah. trapped in the woods. I've said that to guys and they've been like, I'll send you a lift. You know your coordinates. And I'm like, I don't own a phone. But like, obviously I do because I'm talking to him. And it's just like, <laughs> but she's just like insane. And they oh. love her that is unstoppably funny thank you okay so tinder live you guys and then you're on a tour right now yeah i've been touring will it be over when november 14th when this goes up um so i'll have yeah i'll have shows before then um this first leg of it is and then i think i go back on on tour like january february something like that so So, yeah look yeah so just go to hello lane more and and find the show live if you're in a town all over the world and then it's every month in new york city so if you're there it's like and it's a pod too right Hmm? is it a pod no not yet oh we shall see you know i've been thinking about i've been thinking about doing just a live show yeah i know gutsy stuff because it's so ephemeral it's it, it exists and then it is gone well that's kind of the magic of it like you go that to the show the and magic. it's a different show every night i never know what's gonna happen it's totally improvised yeah you don't know who you're gonna meet so like the people who are in that room and then people after the show are like oh my god what happened with so-and-so what happened with so-and-so oh, and right. it's like you're so invested oh, this right, because this was an experience so people come every month and they're like, did you hang out with that person? And right. go on a date? And it, when it ends up, you know, you've had conversations because I have conversations with them live. And it's yeah. like, there's all these guys who come up and it's like the conversations you have are so funny. Right. And you so want to know you, more. Are you open to men and women? Is yeah. what's happening? Okay. So yeah, I did any, I did, I did, I did any gender, but, um, on the show, I only talk about pretty much men's profiles because women's profiles are kind of like, they're just like people with faces. They're just like, Oh, it's they're not usually it's not as, as funny. That's all. You know, it's right. like they're not possibly more aggressive uh, gentlemen. Yeah. So, just so they're the way they're trying just to a little more putting so, them. They're just I think they're peacocking. You know what I mean? It's like peacock. it's like, oh, look how weird I can be. And it's like, that's not always a benefit. <laughs> right. Right. And <laughs> we only have an hour and a half. So please peacock yeah, away. Exactly. So, and ladies are like, <laughs> totally. Well, I'm pretty nice. Do you exactly. Do? I like food and kindness and living and it's like thank you <laughs> tolerance and patience is yeah. that something kindness, it actually is. i work hard i have a job anything <laughs> anything there i'm, I'm self-employed Snooze. you won't have to pay for it Snooze. <laughs> Snooze. <laughs> okay so lane moore let us dork out i yes. say uh wow that could be a saying let it never be one uh, <laughs> like like i would begin the show with and get ready to rumble let us dork out no please please let us never Anyway, uh, you have TV and sh- and and you. I, I was like, pick like five things you like, and you went with media. You went with the moving <laughs> pictures. I did uh, yeah. a, a, a show that other people have liked, and I've forgotten completely. Veronica <laughs> Mars. I've never seen it. I love it so much. When was it on? Is it still on? It is, is it, not still on. It is over. No, tragically, R.I.P. Um, I mean, it's still on. Like in my mind, like if if you believe. How many? You know what I mean? How many seasons? Were um, there? Veronica Mars was three seasons. Wow. Um, and top of the list, by the way, 
first thing you it wrote. was the first thing i yeah. wow okay yeah i mean i get it i i get it um who was veronica mars veronica mars was Kristen bell oh and um yeah i know tv's okay. Kristen bell tv, TV and movies Kristen, yeah tv and movies Kristen bell a name yeah. i know and uh, i believe uh uh was she in the spider-man movies I don't think so. Okay, I'm someone else. That's- Kristen, Dun- Kristen Dunst, maybe? Sure, that's okay, who I'm yeah. thinking of. It's uh, a lot of Christians. You guys. Perhaps she auditioned. I feel May- she was wrong for uh. the part, but who knows? Right, because Kristen Bell, what's her Kristen buzz? Kristen Bell is only her. Would you say, what's her buzz? Yeah, what's her buzz? What's her What's her, What's her? her damage? What's, what's her damage? Okay, on, on, Bron- on Veronica Mars? Yeah, sure. Okay, because um, I'm like, I don't know her enough to know her <laughs> buzz, right. per se. Right. Um, she, she has not come up with the Tinder live. No, no, okay. I guess. Um, um, not yet, fingers crossed. But um, uh, but um, so Veronica Mars is a show about a teen detective, uh, Veronica Mars, and oh. uh, it's very noir style. Okay, and yeah. is it hour long? Yes, one hour. Yes, so it's a one hour uh, noirish kind of Nancy Drew. But yes, set but when? like funny and sassy and set in our time. Our time. I think it was on from two thousand four to two thousand seven. Okay, someone's probably listening and they're like, "It was two thousand four. Okay, but it's like but, around then. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not when I got into it. I got into it a couple years later, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, in reruns." Um, well, or it was like I think I got into available. it when like the third season was out, and I okay. and some my guy I was living with was like, "Oh my god, you got to check the show." And I was like, "Yeah, right." And then I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, it's amazing." Right? You know what? People have told me to check this show out for a, for uh, it's incredible. I would say a decade. Truly, now. it's really. And, uh, I bet you it's on Netflix and whatnot. So I should. Uh, <gasps> Is or it plus? It's got to be on something. It's, it'll be on something. Amazon Prime. Yeah, it'll not, be. On, I mean, my my roommate all own, owns all the DVDs. It's oh, like hilarious. That's he's the we also have rabbit ears so uh you got, it, it you might got be something. playing on this or me yeah. tv and i'm sure something. there's someone who's listening who's like i will gladly send you veronica mars and oh it's like God. please Someone's, do it was uh gift I her with this so, uh, people sent me uh, uh the flipper movie i'd always wanted really so it was there great. you go yeah, yeah. so yes yeah. people are willing to send you stuff yeah so veronica mars so she's a a, a high school detective yeah is her dad a lawyer no, so her dad. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it begins. Um, her dad <laughs> used to be the sheriff, um, oh. but then it was like there was like a lot of corruption and like yeah, it was just there was there's a whole um, so there's like mysteries in every single season about different. Are things. they monster of the week? Are they? No, it's well, it's an arc. It's or a both. little so there's both. Okay. Yeah, there's like the overarching mystery, mm-hmm. and then there's like there's a little bit of like the monster, the, the, like the crime she's solving every single week, and it's right. like you know high school crimes. Um, oh. it's a little bit like Buffy the Vampire Slayer if like Buffy solved crimes instead okay. of like fought vampires. Sure, are you a Buffy person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, huge Buffy person. Okay, you would love Veronica Mars. I mean, you oh, everyone is telling you this. I know right. it's probably incessant, but they're right. But they're right. <laughs> they're not wrong. <laughs> they're right. Yeah, and it's also like, did you like Party Down? I never saw Party Down. You should also see that, but it's the same creator, Rob Thomas. Okay. So it's the same, it's the same person who, who created that. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, so, but, um, so she, you know, lives with like a single dad, um, and they're just like super adorable. And then it's like, she has her best friend Wallace, and then she has this, um, she has this like on again, off again love interest, Logan, who's like, <sighs> kind of like, a problem like a problematic uh rich kid whose okay. parents are um lisa renna and what's her husband's name don't know <laughs> <laughs> we'll never I, know. I'm, I'm blanking on his name yeah. but like they're 
they're soap actors and it's like they play a couple on the show oh that's funny like they're soap actors i are like real in real life and they're ma- a married couple in real life they play a married couple on the show and like he's Do like a famous actor act- okay he's like a famous actor harry hamlin harry hamlin okay so he's like he's like a famous actor and they have this son logan and it's like they, he has abusive parents i'm like that's why he's so mean even though it's like that's not an excuse um, <laughs> <laughs> right grow up exactly okay. i'm like i had i had stuff too and it's fine um mm-hmm. but anyway but they have like an amazing connection and then she like has this other love interest and like he's like a little bit more boring but he's nice to her and it's like okay it's a little bit of like a buffy thing right what about wallace is, does so, wallace have a crush on her um no which i love i that love anytime nice. there's a, a male and female characters who are like just friends and it doesn't ever go there because yeah. it's like that is a thing right and it's it doesn't good have to, to be sh- skippy no. the neighbor kid uh <laughs> who's lost his mind about what's a mallory anyway that of is course, a reference. skippy and mallory and it's a sitcom from the 80s uh okay. family of family ties uh, oh, okay, Michael okay, J. Okay. Fox. Anyway, I thought you were just so, making up names. Well, Skippy and Mallory. It does sound very 80s, though. And, uh, and sitcom-y. More sitcom-y than, than dramedy, which is what this sounds like. Yeah, I would say that that's what it is. But it's definitely, it's definitely funny. It's definitely well-written. And, like, Veronica's such a... She's a great character. Such a great character and just, like, so strong and funny and complex and and capable but vulnerable. And it's just, like, the type of female characters that are, like... I was thinking recently about the like, um, I think there was an actress who said something about this recently, but it was like strong female characters like that. You have to say that even though it's like, that's what pretty much all women are. And it's right. weird that there are female characters that aren't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, I don't know any women who I wouldn't describe as, as strong, strong and like female fleshed characters. out and, you know, right. I'm trying to nuanced. think of who is a not strong female character in the television movie world. And I guess just someone who has like two lines and is like, you have a column line too. I, it's like, <laughs> no. Right. The Bechtel test. Yeah. Uh, is that thing where t- two women talk about not a guy. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and it was, um, what was it? Uh, did you ever watch any of the Marvel, uh, superhero movies? Which ones? I feel like um, I've seen a couple. Well, of them. there's 16 of them. I was going to say there's hard. like a million. I feel like I've yes. seen some. Yeah. Uh, the second Avengers movie doesn't have, uh, Tony Stark's, assistant slash girlfriend oh yeah i think i saw both of those yeah okay so pepper potts isn't in it and neither is jane foster thor's girlfriend yeah yeah and andy my husband yeah yeah. uh, there there in addition to the one million marvel movies that are out yeah there are also these things called one shots okay and they're mini they're they're just one they're single scenes right and there's a couple of those and andy had an idea for a one shot and it would be (laughs) because they couldn't afford the two actors Uh, it was naomi uh what's her face and um uh had a kid named apple i don't know naomi Uh, watts you talking about no you're talking about gwyneth paltrow uh, I'm talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think plays Pepper Potts. Yeah, I was going to say Naomi and Watts is in this. Okay, no, yeah. Uh, who Paltrow. played uh, Queen Amidala? Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Okay, Thank you. It. Not Naomi. Natalie Portman. Uh-uh. I don't know. It's a fun drinking game. Rangers <laughs> of the Dark Forest. Does Jackie know who the famous people she's talking about is? She I know some not. of them. I can. I can That's back you up. That's pretty good. I got yeah, this. Natalie Portman and uh, and Gwyneth Paltrow yes. are not in the movie. The second Avengers movie. Was uh, Natalie Portman in the first one? Natalie Portman plays Jane Foster, who is um, Thor's girlfriend. Okay, so well, she's in all the that. Thor okay. movies. Okay, so okay, she's, okay. I don't think she she was not in the first Avengers movie. Maybe that's why. Okay, because yeah, you haven't seen the Thor movies, probably. I haven't. Yeah, you're yeah, that's Thor. True. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I can hardly fit. Uh, I'll be over here telling jokes that my dad would tell. So, uh, but the uh, but Andy had an idea that it'd be a great sort of a Bechtel one shot. Yeah, is if the two of them 
just at dinner, not discussing Thor or Iron Man, just right. talking about a business deal that they're thinking about doing. Right. It's like Pepper Potts wants to invest in some science thing that Jane right. Foster's doing. Right. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that would be the greatest uh, episode ever. No, I anyway, really think that so, it would. But I, so I'm trying to think of, of, of women in TV and movies that yeah. are lame. Because even bad guy late, late women are strong, fleshed out characters, well, right? And it's so... It's so hard to know what what that constitutes, okay? Because it's like I look at like okay, if you look at Fight Club, if you look at Marla Singer, you know, I I always love that. Have you seen Fight Club? Yeah, yeah, okay. Not I always yeah, it's fine. I you know, growing up, I thought that that movie was like that was such a strong female character, but then you know, it depends what your line is because it's like she's definitely like a strong character, and mm-hmm. she's like, and that's fun, and it's a character that would have been really fun to play, I think. Right. But then in retrospect, I'm like she's a caricature like she's not a real person i wanted to know more about her i like that had nothing to do with all the dudes she knew right she had friends she had a life outside of this she wasn't just some like you know like adjacent to fight club dude yeah Yeah. and so it's like so then it's one of those things where it's like would i call that a strong female character and like maybe not do you know what i mean because i know there was so much more to her and i wish i'd known more about it right Uh, but it doesn't make any sense to have done that because doesn't fight club take place all in his head anyway a thousand percent for sure so but i'm just saying you know but but that that's an excellent example yeah but it's sort of a because she's not like a lame character she's a great i love that character and like you know helena bottom carter is so great but you're just like Okay, in this movie, you just exist exactly in some dude's head as his caricature, and you're just like horny and crazy. A woman who's horny and crazy, which actually uh, is a, a nice little glimpse into um, the dude who wrote Fight Club, because yeah. that is what he thinks. Uh, that's a strong woman character in his head, right? Horny, maybe. crazy, putting out, but yeah. super strong. So yes, women yeah, are or strong. like she's yes, yeah, she's like you know she's but edgy, not, yeah. but not a whole person, but not right? a whole person. Yeah, yeah and it's like. So Veronica Mars gets to be both oh, smart and strong and and vulnerable, vulnerable. And, and it's like just all of the things because I think you know I, I do think for a long time we did see a lot of characters who it was just like they had to be super strong and if they ever had a moment where they cried or like wanted a relationship it was like Bleh. you could kind of either be one <laughs> or the other flick. yeah, yeah oh just- I love the chick flick thing because I'm like guys never say like if I say like I have no interest in seeing the Godfather like. It's oh. like, it's like you better burn in hell. But it's like, <laughs> if I tell somebody like, if I tell a guy like, you haven't seen Veronica Mars? Oh my God, I can't believe you. Then they can say like, that's a chick thing. Yeah. And like, but I can't say like, Godfather's a stupid guy thing. Guess what? I say it all the time. I mean, I do too, but like, you know. No, I, but that's it exactly. You see what I'm right. saying though. Yeah, no, I Why can't so I much, say that? I get so much shit because I saw the first Godfather. Yeah. It comes to the end of the Godfather. And then, um, and I've told this story a hundred times. That's Hear it funny. again, Rangers. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so um, the guy kisses the uh, Pacino's ring. Okay. Pacino? Who sure. knows? I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, through the door, after Pacino said that he's not a bad guy to his wife, walks down. We see through four doors. He kisses his ring. Obviously, he's lying. And okay. uh, never watched the second movie. I was like, oh, these characters aren't anything I want to. Yeah. I don't care about these assholes. These are terrible people. Yeah. I'm not going to watch a yeah. slice of life of yeah. dirtbags. I'm already related <laughs> right. to any number of dirtbags. Right. Exactly. I, yeah. I'm living I, it every day. I'm good. I don't have to. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's why I want to watch a chick flick. Well, uh, and you know, you know what it is too, is it's like, I mean, it comes, it comes down to this. It's like, I mean, I'm sure you know this, but like, it, I don't think a lot of people do that. It's like, 
male like masculinity is supposed to be the norm that we're all achieving so it's like if you're a cool girl you like all guy things if you're a cool guy you don't like things women like that are like feminine quote unquote right right so it's like so So if i'm like i don't want to watch a guy thing that i'm not a cool girl even though it's like yeah of course i am that doesn't make any sense (laughs) you know and like the same thing when like but it's like it's like it's like if a guy likes things that are like feminine, he gets like all these brownie points. You know what I mean? Like if a guy watches Veronica Mars, it's like, oh, where's his dick? Can I find it? Like, you know. But it's like it should be that like right. like when you see a dad with a with a baby, right? You're, you're just like, like, oh my god, you're taking care of your young. Yeah, wow. congratulations. <laughs> it turns out you're a parent. Yeah, and, it's the uh, same thing. Yeah. And so I just I hate I hate the chick flick. I just want that to go away. Yeah, and and I think doesn't because then it. And it can. I think that, that we're all doing our – and everybody yeah. wants it just because – like Even men want it because then it's like you have men who are like, fuck, I want to like this. I like the color pink. I like – like it hurts everyone. Yes. I it's- This morning I was doing this thing with this guy and um, – and he was talking about uh, the, all the, the, the one horrible sexist thing after another being revealed. And he said <laughs> that I was, I was just thinking about it. I was like, you know, I never have those thoughts. And then he paused. He goes – not that I'm a hero or anything. And right. I was like, yeah, congratulations. You're not a monster. No parade. Yeah, and, I know. And yeah. it's, it's, but there is part of him right. that's like, there, I kind of want a medal for not being a monster because there's this huge reveal totally. of horrible dudes. And he's yeah. like, oh, look, but I'm not one. Isn't that good? And you're like, <sighs> you forget that the baseline is supposed to be that everyone's supposed to be exactly like that. Everyone's supposed to be trying their best. Everyone's supposed to be like everybody's, good-natured. Yeah, everybody's supposed to not be a monster. I And I did the same thing. I babysat for my niece and nephew for three nights, and my sister came back. My sister and her partner, uh, my sister who has never asked me to do Jack for her, said, yeah. hey, we're going to kill each other and uh, part ways unless we get away from these children. Right? <laughs> will you watch our children for three days? And I will try to get the village to help me and i did i barely had to watch i think i know where it's going and i love it and so i watched them for three days uh they come back and i was and i hadn't done a lot of child care in years yeah and so i said to my sister i was actually really proud of myself i didn't shake a baby right i didn't yell at a baby i didn't i was there all night with the right. the kid who had I did the, the bare ache. minimum yeah and my sister was like good that's why we asked you i know we were hoping you wouldn't abuse I our children i know and i was like oh no shit and i did it though can i I just say right can i get a small statue that'd be awesome you weirdo magoos i didn't even do anything weird by accident like (laughs) right and i could have i right it turns out i'm not gross and could i somehow have an accolade no i don't like that's why it's like i have I have, I have, I do have some empathy for that. You know, not that it's like these people should get a medal, but it's like, cause exactly, like you see the ways that you're like other people who are doing things that right. aren't great. So I'm sympathetic, exactly. but I'm supportive of all of us. Totally. We're all totally. completely lost our we goddamn minds. We all could be minds. doing more. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Fuck? I know. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. so Veronica Mars, though, a uh, yeah. whole person. And that what yeah. is, uh, is, I feel like actually now that you've told it to me, that I did watch the first episode. Really? And for some reason, um, I didn't out. binge because okay. it's hard to, uh, Andy doesn't like to binge. Okay. So I will just sit there, uh, mesmerized and mesmerizo yeah. and would watch. And there's probably what, 20 episodes a season. So there's 60 episodes, max. something like that. They're really yeah. great. You know, it's like with the monster of the week stuff, even if it's a show that I'm like obsessed with, like every single mystery or whatever, isn't like 
freaking perfect. You know, same yeah. with Buffy where you're like, some episodes, it's like, why no. was that? Like, she falls in love with a computer? Why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love that episode right. with Willow where it's like, she's in love with a man who lives inside a computer and he is the computer or whatever. It's like he a demon who lives in the computer. A demon who lives in the computer. <laughs> lives and in the internet. It's back when she was a nerd before she was a witch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She made but that seamless transfer exactly. from she nerd just... to gay witch. <laughs> Good for you, Willow. Willow, use the wand. That's actually from a different uh, that's uh, from that other thing. Okay, so uh, Veronica Mars, another strong lady character and a, and a sweet, uh, strong uh, male character. For sure, there's just so much. And there's, you know, not to reduce, uh, uh, this, isn't, this isn't, you know, reductive in, in any way, but um, I will say as someone who, I mean, you know what a shipper is. Obviously, well, uh, I feel like relationships. Just, where yeah, exactly. People, yeah, given that this is I'm a dorky these, podcast. Sure. Yeah, people do it with my other podcast, the Jackie and Laurie. People are shipping. So Jackie you get, and of Laurie. course, they do. Guess what's not happening? Yeah. Because. Well, maybe though. All right. <laughs> Dare to dream. Dare to dream. That's just that's just me putting that in their heads. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just helping them. I don't know why, um, because that's you're both great. I get it. Um, but uh, but. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely somebody who like in in a TV show will get very invested. Yes. And like that's I mean, that's the biggest part. Like I love Veronica Mars for a million reasons that it's like, of course, like I want to be Veronica Mars and like, you know, all these things. But also it's like I'm very invested in her and Logan. And it's a little bit like, you know, there are people who like really, really love them. It's a little bit like Buffy and Angel where it's yeah. like there's some people who are like, oh, my God, there's so many other people who are like, he's a dick. It's like that with her and Logan right. where it's like, oh, he's not good enough for her. And other people who are like, but the passion, right. you know, and it's like one of those. <laughs> right, right. But you're so invested and it's like he's so romantic, but then he's also just like reckless and he gets into fights and it's like kind of that and shit. And he's kind of spoiled. He's kind of spoiled and, and, and it's like, ah. Like, but then they but, give but you. he's so nice and you're like. So, and he's so. Han- oh, he's just dead devastatingly like just cute you just like yeah. can't handle it and then they made so after the three seasons they did i think a kickstarter um did for you say the then movie. they mate you did not no. just say <laughs> then they mate jackie and it I is call it adorable mating. yeah it's adorable mating I i'm like, lane more huh. i like to mate <laughs> like, that's so creepy we're all <laughs> so creepy that is really creepy that is awesome it's creepier the more you say it right, too. right more. <laughs> yeah don't forget you to go to at hello lane more yeah, right and, and say and mate with me i understand mate with me. <laughs> welcome to tinder live please mate with me <laughs> ew, ew. finally the hook yeah and okay. there's a certain point where you say it enough times and your vagina hears it and like <laughs> runs away it's great right, your vagina is gone yeah you're exactly you're a gummy just, bear that's fine. Yeah, awesome. fine it's a better life frankly <laughs> but they give okay. another option i will okay. i will tell you briefly i'm so yeah. they give you another option in season three this guy piz poor piz like poor the i always feel bad for the actor who his plays piz. piz no shit so that's a What's big happening? part of it his what? last name is piznarski and i think they thought it'd be uh, cute and they're trying to provide a more stable but fun option because it was like for so many seasons she had like the safe nice guy who wasn't fun right. and she had like the bad boy who was the most fun and i think they were trying to find a middle guy who was like and that's funny piz? and fun <laughs> right <laughs> trust me the fandom felt the same way i wish they would have gone with pez yeah. as in pez dispenser <laughs> Or like pez. candy came out of his mouth every time yeah. he talked. Just that was his quirk. That yeah. was his quirk. It was just like he spit out candy out of his throat. No, instead he worked at a college radio station. Oh, he was that guy. Was he, he was that guy. He was. All right. And wait, so if there was Logan, he was not was, beloved. If there was Logan and he was boring, who was the bad? No, one? no, no. Logan was the great, sexy, oh, spoiled, oh, sexy, oh, unfortunately, dangerous. yes, abusive parents renegade. Yes. Um, and then there was. 
The other guy was so boring. I always forget his name. <laughs> Hold on. The nothing. That is the amount of time I'm going to give to search for his name in my own mind. Right. Even Piz makes a ma- makes Piz a, makes a, name. a stronger pow. It's yes. like it's like a loud fart <laughs> in your ears. You're like Piz. Piz is coming, you guys. Oh, good. All right, everyone, hide your headphones. <laughs> exactly. um, <laughs> they tried to make him, and like no one liked him. And I felt so bad for the the um. I think his name is the actor's name is Chris Lowell, and like he's now on um. Uh oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. I'm just quite tired the new uh wrestling glow okay glow which i am fucking i'm so in love with glow he's wonderful on glow he plays the guy who's like the investor guy okay like the the, like maybe secretly gay investor guy you know what i'm talking about who gives them all the money have you seen glow no no oh my god you gotta see it's great okay never mind um i always feel bad just being like you gotta see it it's like you will or you won't that's not up to me well yeah yeah and and there's so much great television on right now there's so much you know what i'm doing i'm missing a golden age that's what's happening but like you know it turns out it's all on tape one day uh uh, digitally i might watch it (laughs) it turns out this is eternal and i'll never really miss it i'm watching the sixth season of venture brothers uh the new season of sherlock and uh, i'm looking forward to agents of shield okay so uh, those are the three television programs i watch i'm also yeah. watching uh some documentaries about cooking so there you go <laughs> i mostly watch so, murder stuff oh there you go it's uh, oh, so but glow is the the glamorous ladies of wrestling is that correct gorgeous ladies of gorgeous wrestling. yeah, yeah but he's on that too he's on and that so it's i feel guy. i feel really happy for him because he played this character that like everyone hated and the reason they hated him so much frankly is because he would have been a fine like background character but it was just like he's not logan he you know what he was <laughs> he was a little bit like the riley on yeah. buffy uh, oh the, you know, where oh, the it was soldier just, like, guy who got yeah, where it was just like he's not the, the worst Nazi? but he's not the best and who cares and he's who not cares? angel get him off the f- i was trying to remember he was kind of like name. that the fact that you could remember that i name. remember well like the difference between veronica mars and uh buffy is that like um, I've just been watching Buffy for like most of my life. So I've over seen her like over thousands over of times. Veronica Mars, I've seen a lot too, but it just hasn't been around for as many years. Right. You'll just all. remember. Yeah. Somebody asked. And me Riley that. will never. Well, but I remembered Piz as well. You did remember Piz. If they're really stunning. No, but I remember more about Buffy. I don't know. Sure. About Buffy. It's sure. weird that this didn't come up first. I think it was because I know you had an episode where you went through with like Barbara and talked about Buffy and I yeah. didn't want to have another. It's a great episode. Buff you guys out. get back and yeah. you can buff out. There's no one. reason I needed to call it that at all. Exa- the buff out. <laughs> <laughs> We're making slogans. We're writing gold here, you guys. And, uh, at least it's like gold colored. Not sure that it's actual gold if you it, dig it deeper. It could be fool's gold. Yeah. Guys, so good luck out there. So what about Harold and Maude? I've seen that. Mm. I've seen I own Harold. Harold and Maud. Yes. I love Harold and Maud. Did you see it on the so big screen? Darling. Or did you see it on the, uh... No, no, not when it came out. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, no. <laughs> okay. It was like I, I was like even see it I was gonna say you out. didn't even see it on the like right. there's no no way. Okay, okay. I thought that was a joke. No. Um no, I've never seen it on the big screen. I know they rerun it. I That's was like because I saw it on a revival y thing. I wish I wish I had, but you know what? Oh, I know. I've been around cities where they've done that and I don't want to see it with other people. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> shitty and dorky but no that's interesting you just, just like it's just mine it. you know what i mean uh-huh. like i don't i don't want because i've tried to watch it with other people for the first time and it's always really stressful yeah because like if they have the wrong reactions or they don't have the right you know like it's just there's certain things that are like really personal to okay. me, and that's one that's like so you should like it 
is you you want people to like it and uh so yeah or if people were like talking over certain things or if they like laughed at something that's like supposed to be poignant like i think it would upset me does it make oh, sense interesting interesting because it's i'm just uh, like very it's very it's very personal it means a lot why me. do you love why what what uh, how did you see it it's who, just who showed it to you no you know i, I when was, did it happen right i know right <laughs> <laughs> how did you get here um, a lot of people haven't even heard of it like no like the i know the youth they don't know <laughs> they don't know about it well i got lucky in that um uh someone um i was like i was working at a store and someone was like have you ever seen harold Amad? i feel like you'd really like it it was like a regular customer kind of thing and okay i was like yeah i'll check it out and i didn't check it out for a while and when i saw it it's just everything it's just you know it's like it's funny and it's sad and it's romantic and it's it's very dark and it like it touches upon all these really deep dark themes but it's also a really successful comedy and it's this incredible love story it's just like it's it just hits on yeah. everything and it's philosophical without being like preachy, preachy. or heady yep. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, the way it, I just, I love, I think I just love the idea of like, like Harold's story. Like I, I relate to so many aspects and so many characters and I relate, you know, both to Harold and Maude. Like, I feel like I've always been kind of a Harold and I aspire to be a Maude. Like, sure. you know, where it's like, I'm a little dark and like, I mean, granted, you know, we have to acknowledge like Harold is a rich white, presumably straight little man. Right. So it's like, okay, but like, but you know, he's like a neglected little kid and he's sensitive and it's like, his world is real too. His world is real too. So it's like, but I will acknowledge that as well that like, I'm not going to be like, I was a Harold. I was super rich (laughs) and you know, so I had a, had a Ferrari and I hated it. Like, it's, it's not like that, but I understand the like having absent parents or no parents at all and feeling like, you want something more than this and and like just kind of screaming for someone to like love you and take care of you. I relate to very much. Right. And that is very much a theme and feeling like you don't want to, you don't want to live. You don't want to be here is something that I've struggled with so sure. much in my life, but also simultaneously really wanting to live and really wanting to be here, but just feeling like it's too hard. Like right. all those things that are yeah, so hard to articulate to some extent yeah. Die, i mean except for suicide isn't easy dying seems has always seemed easy it's but it yeah. seems suicide seems like a lot of work yeah uh, totally and so up. dying seems like oh then i don't have to finish this the script and <laughs> right yeah i always fun. i always call yeah. it leaving a movie early right where it's like you know what i'm good i'm this good feels, that was and, enough for me to watch but i'm not willing to do it and but and there's so many things that i don't want to uh and i want to yeah. be here and something about like suicidal ideation people don't people just don't understand. And it's also something that like you still can't talk about. Like, I know I've tried to put stuff like that into my act and it's like, I've had people, you know, years ago, I've been talking about suicidal stuff on stage for, you know, a really, really long time. How long have you been doing it? For a really long time, like 10 years. So yeah. it's like, I've been talking about it for a long time, but, um, but it's really hard. It's really hard to talk about stuff that important and that sort of hard for the rest of the audience. And it, um, yeah. and you know that because as a young comic, you're like, I know that I want to talk about real things. Yeah. And, Cause the, and I favorite- know they're funny and I know it's, I know I'm touching upon something that's not just me, even if right. it's a, a sliver that they can relate to. Right. And and I have seen open micers talk about things that they clearly think are funny. Right. But they think they're funny because they lived, you know? Right. And when you get to the other side of something horrible, yeah. you're like, 
oh my God, I'm just, and it was a kind of a relieved laughter and you're, but, and then, but as a new comic, you don't know how to express it in a way to be inclusive to, to everybody. So that's, I think a learned skill, but it's neat that yeah. people are trying to work on these re- very real issues. Harold yeah. and Maude, I think was one of the first movies that was totally like, was. suicide is funny. Yeah. I'm going to fake my own death three times yeah. until my parents are like, get up. Yeah. And, and one, you know, yeah. and, and um, she's so, she's so great. What's, I think her name is like Cynthia Pickles or something like that. She has some, like her, the actress's name yeah, is something, something adorable. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Maud, I, to this oh. day, my brother will, uh, one of my brothers will say, uh, whenever anything happens, uh, like the police or something like that. And it's, um, and it's officiousness, the curse right. of a government job. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. And, uh, he uses that line a lot. Yeah, and, totally. Um, yeah. But that's because Maude is just, you know. You're not she, yourself when you're officious. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That's what it is. And, yeah. And so, yeah. And um, when she gets pulled over and it's not her car and she's, yeah. she's just in the last legs of her life. Exactly. And wants to live. Yeah. And it's the perfect person for him to have She met. wants to live as much as she can before she like voluntarily leaves, which is a different it's like it's suicide in a different way right where it's like his is like his i suicide. can't take anymore i'm like dragging myself to the finish line kind of thing and hers is like all right i've got a deadline which by the way <laughs> i tried to do something kind of like she that kills herself yeah she does yeah oh, that's weird does, yeah I thought she had like cancer or something no because she just says like i took she says something like i took the pills a few hours ago so they'll right. kick in and then they try to save her and then they can't right because she was like she was like i'm i think i think it's 80 she's like i'm gonna be 80 soon and like she's like that's a good that's a good age that's enough life has been lived like she says something like that's that. hilarious my father just turned 80 and he's really? like just a couple more months i'd like to live a couple more months <laughs> yeah just a couple, i mean that's he spends his whole life you know just going no, I could. I I think I could sell a couple more awnings. Oh, and uh, so yeah, like, she it. says something like that. Like after that, you're just buying time, or she says something like that. Just mm-hmm. like, or you're just marking time. I think is the line, but um, which yeah. which of course is its own give up. Uh, and it absolutely is, and that's yeah. the thing too. It's like because she she absolutely could have stayed, and she was so in her prime. Like you know, yeah. I would consider her in her prime a thousand percent. You know, right, right. She like, clearly had another t- ten or twelve. A years thousand left. percent. Yeah. She was so healthy and vibrant, and like the world needed her, and so it really. It's it really kind of is. a kind of a drag of an ending when you think about it, except for I don't remember being sad. Because what what that what is how Harold? Because exactly and how it kind of ends where it's like he spoiler says like, alert from a movie from nineteen seventy. You know what? But like go watch it and let me tell yeah. you like it doesn't I don't matter. really believe in for me, and I know this is an un- unpopular opinion for me, spoilers <laughs> don't matter because even if you tell me the plot points, I still like to watch and see how they unfold. I'm yeah. like that kind of person. So okay. even Fair if enough. you hear these spoilers and you're yeah, like yeah. bummed out there's no way we out. could do it as well as they could. And so, uh, great, all movies over five years ago. Exactly. Uh, so sad, too bad. Right. A thousand so. percent. But like, she, he says, Rose like, butt. but I love you. And she says, that's wonderful, Harold. Now go love some more. And like, yeah. she dies. And then like, he, you see him, like, you think that, you know, whatever, you think he's going to die. And then yeah. it's like, he doesn't. And then he's like, still practicing his instruments and taking with him what she yeah. taught him about life. And like, yeah. now he can like live fully. And, you know, Right, like I, the because thing he's is, met this woman who knew how to live. Right, they were both on this parallel path of suicide because mm-hmm. he was like, "I can't." But when you're 17 and you yeah, can't right. face life, yeah, it's because life genuinely is hard. Yeah, and and if you have any sort of vision, you can see how hard it can be. Yeah, and 
And also he saw, I mean, that was the other thing too. It's like, even if you're in that privileged position, if you see, like, cause that was the thing. It was like, he saw how artificial it was and he saw how stupid it was and he saw the world he was in. He didn't make sense in that world. Right. And so it's like, so that's why, you know, I never before, like before, honestly, before right now, and I've seen the movie a million times, have thought of him as like a rich kid who has no real problems. You never think of it that way because even though you can acknowledge that he had that, like, yeah. He was a person who was like, this is all bullshit. And like, I don't want to. And you can't choose who you're born into. No, you know? no. And and his problems were real to him, to that character, right? For Th- sure. Those are. And he was like a good, like, I feel like after the movie ends, like he probably goes on and does incredible things. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. Because like he humanity. learned how to live. Yeah. And he learned and that, like, to celebrate the moment, which was right. the lesson that needs to be learned in all, I mean, in, in all great sort of literature and all great sort of, um, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's, those are my favorite kind of movies. Totally. And the where, good that you can do, like, that's one of the things I try to lean into when my depression gets really bad. I try to think like, okay, all right, we don't know if we can change how things are for me right now, but like, I'm still alive. I can still help people. I can still put good things out there. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can that, still do that. That's an important that that's an important thing to learn. And then the other th- important thing for because that's you're just like, well, get out of my head, right? Is it's a terrible what can neighborhood. I still put out there, like, okay, if this yeah. if the world is so bad and like I feel like I can't take it anymore, well, I have good in me, and how can I share it? It's like it sounds cheesy, but it's, it's well, it is to it me. is cheesy, but eh, fuck fuck it, it's all it life, keeps you life alive. Is, I don't life give a is shit. cheesy. Yeah, life yeah. is cheesy, and it's it's it's. For me, if because if I'm spinning inside my head and I and I and I'm living in the in a very sad place or in a very yeah. place of of despair, I know that I'm driving myself nuts. Yeah, and I'm like, I have got to get out of my own head. Yeah. and so what I try to do is I try to find somebody else who has other problems, whether yeah. those problems are real or imagined as well. Um, I can at least, and I'm not super sympathetic. I literally, um, <laughs> uh, somebody called, I was hanging out the other day and they're like, I'm having a really bad day. It's a woman I barely know from stand up, And, okay. um, she's like, I'm having a bad day. Will you come and have coffee with me? I just, and wow. Good for I this am, person. I do not have that in me. Right. You got to ask, right. Yeah. She asked for help. I, I and I was like, right. And I hadn't seen her in probably six years, this woman. And wow. she had, her husband had passed away oh my and God. she had had cancer last Holy year shit. Well, good so for her for all last out. year so she reached out we go to the but i knew uh that i was going to be called upon uh to be sympathetic <laughs> right. and compassionate and so i called my sister who i love dearly and you asked her for notes and i was like uh i love you and i'm i'm always uh i, I always work on being sympathetic and compassionate with you because i love you right i'm about to meet a stranger who i don't love yeah uh i'm a perfectly nice woman and um, right just uh, I'd, I'd love a pep talk on how yeah. this is going to work out. And my sister is hilarious. And yeah. my sister goes, couple of things. First of all, you're better at it than you think you are. Yeah, I'm sure. As we all are. And second of all, expectations are very low when it comes to compassion and sympathy because most it's people were raised we'll give you poorly. None. Yeah. yeah. So most people haven't had a lot of compassion and sympathy yeah. in their lives. Now, let me tell you something. Saying literally not anything, but almost anything over nothing. The amount of people who you will be like, hey, so this is happening to me, and they will not say anything, <laughs> which to me is the ultimate death. Right. Well, any sort of just mouth some words. That's what I'm saying. Just any sort of like, holy shit. To I'm be so a sorry. warm body and to That's listen it. is 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 almost enough. And yeah. anything above that 
is will be helpful. Yeah. Uh, I am also slightly judgmental, so I'll want to <laughs> boss your your. I'll try to micromanage your problems. Okay. And uh, many years ago, hanging out with my, my good friend Karen Rontowski, uh, who was not uh, the Karen of the previous story. Okay. Just that so the world made knows, up. I know uh, it's not. it is not Rontow. Very funny. <laughs> very funny. Uh, a couple of great episodes. Heard Jen Kirkman talking ghosts. Oh, awesome! Second episode. Just did it. Mothman. Oh my God. I'm anyway, okay, okay. So, uh, Rontowski and I are on a walk probably a dozen years ago, 15 years yeah. ago. And I said, just me talking to myself more than anything. Yeah. Uh, I was a little judgmental and you know, I'm not judgmental. Yeah. And Karen Rontowski laughed in my face <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she was like, Oh, did you not know that you are very judgmental? I am oh. so sorry. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a bit of a reveal. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. then I got to learn from that. So, I right. mean, Harold and Mott is one of the greatest movies as far yeah, as I think so. how to learn about yourself and to see yourself in people that you have nothing in common. You, and neither it takes of us the have, world a little bit less seriously. Not that you don't see the weight of it because absolutely like the Maude saw there. the weight of it and she, you can acknowledge the weight and still not feel like buried by it. Yeah. I think it's kind of part of it too. That's awesome. Yeah. I love uh, so so where are we? We are, we're doing, we're going good. Let's, uh, let's do yes. another, another show that you enjoy. Great. Nashville. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> what the hell? Whenever I, I meet my anybody. watch Nashville. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh huh. Um, whenever I meet anybody who loves Nashville, I will, without thinking about it, corner them for four hours. <laughs> like, just like, you've seen it. You've seen the Nash, the <laughs> Bill of the Nash, as I call it. <laughs> the Nash of the Bill. It's an ABC music show right yes yes it is i mean that makes it sound like it's like a competition show but it's like it's oh, on no, cmt no. now okay country music but it's television. Like a little bit it's a little bit soapy for mm-hmm. sure but nighttime um, soap yeah yeah i oh, love it but i grew up watching soaps. So and the music like, is good I, I, i'm told the music was so good i i is it over and a little weird what'd you say is it over or is it no still- it's still on it's on okay. cmt i love it so so much um the first few seasons like a good chunk of the music on my iPod is from Nashville. Like Excellent. I'm that, and I'm not really like big on musicals or things like that, but you know, they have like actual like Nashville songwriters who were like incredible songwriters, write yeah. the songs for it. And like T-Bone Burnett was the music producer, I believe for a long time. And it's like, he's produced some incredible albums and like some of the most incredible movie soundtracks. So it's like, they really put a focus on the music and like you had fucking Connie Britton, who's like a powerhouse, no matter what she does. You had Hayden Panettiere, who I also think is very underrated. She's such a powerhouse. And then you have, um, uh, Gunner and Scarlett who were like, you know, not as like big name actors, but like they're my favorites and And they're um, the leads. Um, there's a bunch of, it's like, I guess the leads would be in the first few seasons would be considered Hayden Pantier's character and Connie Britton's character. Okay. Are the main and what I, that's not, and they're singers. Yes. So Connie Britton plays like an aging country star, like a Reba, a Faith Hill. And it's like, of course, aging means like fucking 40, you know, it's not like, like 78, you know, But um, and then an up and coming star who's played by Hayden Panettiere, and she plays a character called Juliet Barnes, and she's kind of like a like a Taylor Swift or like a Demi Lovato kind of thing who's like coming up in country, and she's okay. like she's like young and sexy and hot, and then you have like Raina who it's like you know she's like forty and she came up in in a different music scene in a different music industry, and was very like kind of wholesome, and it's and like, it's all country, yes, it's okay. all country music, and um, but like really good country music right because it's written by these these people yeah. who write all the great country songs exactly in who write all the great country songs in nashville yeah. so it's like it's got a lot of heart and you've got 
you know, a little bit different aspects of country. It's like you have the big, big pop ones. Right. And then you have maybe more, um, God, I don't know what it would be like, maybe more like uh, alt country-ish or like country rock stuff that you have like Gunner and Scarlet doing. Um, and then there's like another character, um, Avery Barclay, who's played by um, Jonathan Jackson, who was like on, do you know who he is? No. Okay, you made a face that made it sound like him? Him? <laughs> I know it. No, I was just like, oh, John Jackson. That sounds like a name that I probably have heard yeah. before. There's Jonathan Jackson and Joshua Jackson. I always get them confused, but... um. <laughs> But uh, he was like on General Hospital, but he's okay. He's great, and it's like, um, yeah, it's just, it's just an incredible show, and I get very, very invested in the relationships. And it's like Raina, she's married to this one guy, but it's like she's also in love with Deacon, who's this other like he's the guy that like they always wrote all their songs together in the nineties, and he was her guitar player. And they couldn't be because he was an alcoholic, and like you get it, <laughs> right? Right. So you there's oh, so there's there's love interest and drama, and yeah, so and there's a lot of couples that like it's like you're really really hoping they get together, but there's problems. There's like right. soulmates with problems. Is what it could be called. With- <laughs> <laughs> uh, please write that. I was I, was gonna say, I think I need to write soulmates with problems because yeah, exactly. it's my favorite genre of TV. I think it's like you guys are destined, but it's gonna be a long road. Like, you know, <laughs> we're gonna watch oh it. Oh my god, that's the best. You'll get there. We know it. You will. Maybe get around there. season twelve. Because <laughs> you gotta right. make us keep watching. Right, and then and then it'll be over. Exactly, because everyone's done. Because no one cares anymore. Because who wants to see a happy couple just living? Exactly. But it's, I do. Right. Castle. I want to see what happens after Castle. And I haven't seen Castle. Is Castle like that? Castle. They get married, and um, and you uh, like season four or five. It's um. And I, I didn't, I, I thought they, they sustained it for a couple of seasons where yeah. they, they were still quippy and it was still fun. Okay, good. Um, and then, and then it kind of fell apart. And I think, okay. I don't think it's still on. You know who does that the best as far as what I've seen, as huh. far as like they, we got them together and then I never want to stop watching them together pretty yeah. much is Parks and Recreation. Oh, okay. Did you watch Parks and Recreation? Nope. Nope. Never did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful, but like they have, you know, Leslie Knope, Amy Poehler, and yeah. yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. And, um, and they have Adam Scott, like they have the two of them kind of like, will they, won't they? And they yeah. get together and just start to finish, like them getting married, uh, you know, engagement. They get married. Cause that was one thing about The Office. Did you watch The Office? Nope. Okay. <laughs> that was tough. Where it was like, it's like Jim and Pam. Like, I'm a huge Jim and Pam fan. Yep. And then they got together and it was just like, Meh. fail. With just so many, I understand yeah. it's challenging to do. But with Parks and Recreation, you were just like, God, they're just like they, still an awesome couple. They they're still really the strong. They're like still funny. They're still well, lovable. That's it. I mean, that's. Cause like, that's life, though. Like, you and right. your husband aren't like, oh, it sucks now that we're finally together. The, we're the finally struggle together. was the best part. Like, no, right. it's no. not. It, now it's hilarious. Yeah. It's even better. And if you can, I, I think that that sometimes the writers, in the writer's room, they, they, they mine people's relationships so hard, the writers, yeah. in those sitcoms and, and dramedies and all that stuff, that you have to get people... That, um, like the Ray Romano show. Okay. I rem- someone just told me this and I did not know this. Is, uh, and I never I love watched- that you call it the Ray Romano show. <laughs> never saw it. I haven't either, but it's just funny that you're like, pretty sure it was called Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Ray. <laughs> I was going to say, what were you going to say? I think it's better. I think yours is better. Ray's here. Ray's place. Romano? I thought it was called Romano. Guess who would have been wrong? Again. Anyway, so Romano's this is so joint. funny because the last episode I did was about music. And, uh, what do I know? 
less about than music. I think uh, popular actors of the last fifteen years. Really? Okay. Yes. So um, the uh, because it was about <laughs> the Smashing Pumpkins, oh, okay. which somebody just said, um, actually, it's not the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh. It's just Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you for playing. Anyway, so um, <laughs> at least I haven't. I'm actually. You know, I'm just like I know the answer. I'll help. I'll help. Yeah. Exactly. No, no. This has been because I don't judge any very because there's right. there's shit Good I don't for know. A it's safe fine. space. Safe space. Yeah. I don't uh, care. And I've created this. Safe I don't space. like anyone saying like you don't know this. Like it makes me feel bad. Yeah. So I don't like to do that. I created the dork forest because I don't know Jack. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know anything. There are buildings full of uh, topics that I've got nothing yeah. on. And yeah. but I'm but I'm willing to learn. Yeah. Same. Over on the and same over way. And over I'm like again. okay. So. Uh, what I would say though, sure. about the Ray Romano show, which is called Everybody Loves Romano's Raymond. Place, yeah. Romano's Place. <laughs> <laughs> he would do that. Is show. it pizza? Is it love? I think it's love. I know. And so <laughs> Everybody want, Loves Raymond. They worked uh, a regular hours. Yeah. It ended at 6 p.m. and they went home because mean- the, the writers. Oh, okay. Because they uh, wanted them to have lives and yes. have relationships. So that they yeah. could completely mine their fucking lives. And that's, which is, of course, cruel and yet sane. No, but that's wise because I know that, like, you know, I've definitely worked jobs where it was like I was supposed to write about, like, my life. But then it's like you're working fucking 13 hours a day at this yeah. job and they won't let you go home so you can live it. Right. And, and I'm and like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to write about What now? happened 12 years to- ago? Yeah, I guess. I'm like, okay, well, a long you can time have ago those when stories. I had a life. Yeah, you here's can what have- I did as a teen. Like, yes. I don't know. Those aren't – how is that fun no i think that's I so smart and that's how you need to yeah because that would that would create that would create that creates the best television i think is when when writers really need it. to be living life you can't and i think so much of what people do is it's like they have writers in this vacuum where it's like we're gonna have you here for like 13 hours a day yeah and then mine your life and it's like what life are they gonna have they're gonna get home they're gonna shove three granola bars into their mouth pass out and do it again like right and their and their partner or their spouse or whatever yeah. is gonna let them in on uh, what their children did but they're not gonna experience any of it and so how are you supposed to write a, yeah. a show that has kids in it yeah if you're never with your kids and then you wonder too actually now that you say this it's a good point because you wonder if because on so many of those shows it's just the wife being like exhausted and mad and you wonder if that's because they have writers who are going home every day who are like oh. you're never here to help and i'm exhausted and mad yes. i wonder if that has something to do with it that's why the bitchy wives are right bitchy. Because it's just like, well, you're gone literally all day. And then you come home and you're like, what's up? And they're like, well, here's everything you weren't here to help me with. And then right. they go to sleep. Oh, my God. We just solved a, huge, just Hollywood solved a huge Hollywood problem. <laughs> Dudes, go it home. Seems real. Go though. home. Let them let you go home. Yes. It's my brother, one of my she's, other brothers. She's pissed for a reason. Yeah, there's a real reason Jesus why you. this isn't working. She needs help. <laughs> Stop so, writing that. So Nashville, it's uh, so it's it's essentially just a sort of a romantic uh, music. Uh, it's like a romantic, but also in a about, way. But it's not it's not a musical musical. But right, it's like and it talks the songs about the music tell part industry? of the story and talks about the music industry, which I like. That's so I'm also fascinating. yeah. I'm also a musician. I'm a comedian musician. And what do you um, play? What do you play? Yeah, uh, I'm in a band called It Was Romance. Um, it um every time I have to say a band called It Was Romance because otherwise when I say It Was Romance, they're like, oh, what's it called now? And I'm like, damn it, damn it. I didn't think about this years ago when I named this. <laughs> but um, I'm a singer and I play a lot of instruments and I write all our songs and things like that. So. Okay. Um, is it guitar rock? What yeah. is it? Is it um, Smashing Pumpkin like? <laughs> I don't actually know anything. Smashing Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I just like derail whatever this other person nice said work. who was nice right. Work. Um, but um, but yeah, it's um, it's 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 rock with like some you know like synthesizer electronic elements, okay. I guess something like that. Um, 
But, um, uh, you know, as someone who's kind of in both, I love it for that aspect. I love that it's about strong women in music yep. and, you know, the way that they're perceived and how they're, uh, how they're having, again, it's really two, interesting. Yeah. There's like the two main characters are women from the yeah, sound and they're navigating the industry from like two different, you know, you've got someone who's like 20, she and came up in, and like, 40. right. And she's got like, you know, she's got her like tween audience, but she's like, shit, I do these like little like sassy pop songs, but I have more that I want to say. Will they allow me to say it? Will they yeah. allow me to say something deeper? And then you have rain in her forties. Who's like, shit, like, now I'm like, you know, what do I even have to say? I've like built this whole career. Mm-hmm. I want to say something new. Everybody knows me for these things. Like, cause I, I look at, um, I look at like, I'm glad Shania Twain's coming back now. I look at Faith Hill and Martina McBride and like all the country singers, you know, Dina Carter that I grew up loving. And I'm like, shit, I want to hear what you have to say now. I don't want you to think that I only cared what you had to say when you were 30 or 20. Right. I want to know what you have to say now at 40, 45. A thousand percent. Chrissy Hines' new album, yeah. uh, or the last one I bought, which would have been five years ago, Yeah, uh, was great. Uh, I understand there's been some new yeah. work since then. But yeah, right. uh, the, I think the pretenders- I don't just care. Like, and that's, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad we're getting to see more stories from women of all ages. I'm like, no, I don't just need to hear about a college girl doing what, like, that's great. Yeah. But like, I think so many people are like, no, what happens in your forties? What happens in your, in your fifties? What happens? Like, what are your stories now? And it doesn't have to just be about, cause so often, especially in like country music, you know, you wonder how much of it is them wanting to write about their family and their kids and how much of it is they feel like they don't know what else to write about because maybe their identity has gotten trapped in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is something I haven't passed through yet, but I just imagine like, I'm like, that's not all you're feeling. I want to hear what else. Like, it's okay if you're conflicted and you just feel like you have to write about being a mom and it's respectable to do, but I'm sure there's other things you feel about that. And I would love to hear those too, if you want to write them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like, you're still a person. Yeah. But I mean, all, all of these different mediums, right? Yeah. And television is is just another way to tell a story yeah like stand-up is a way to tell a story and music is a way to tell a story right, and drawing yeah. and card comic books and all of it yeah all of it so that is that's fascinating to watch television i i don't know we have a television we just never yeah. turn it on uh yesterday <laughs> how it's meant to be used i that's watched <laughs> uh abbott and costello meet uh the mummy oh nice and it was uh it was set before women had the vote, and there was a suffragette dance. Yeah, that was uh, very painful, uh, as you can imagine. Picture that scene from Mary Poppins. Okay, uh, yeah, but oh, God, worse, yeah. but oh. even worse. And you're like, oh, and there's an old battle. Isn't it hilarious? They with want a purse. Rights. They want to vote. What? Uh, get back in the kitchen. Ugh. Annie Hoodle. So dark. It's super dark now. So dark. Everything's hard to watch now. I know because you're like. Oh, was it, were they creeps? Right. And, uh, probably. Well, and so many, I read a book once that was like about like Hollywood lore and it was just like, he's a rapist. He's a rapist. He's a rapist. <laughs> he was an abusive homosexual secretly. Right. And it's just like, what? And you find out. And that's why like, you know, it's always so funny to me when you get people, it doesn't happen that often. Fortunately, I think people know, but when people are like, why is all this stuff happen nowadays? It's like, no, darling, we're just peeling back the curtain. Like right. this has always happened in Hollywood. This has it's always just- happened in the world. Right. There've always it's been just, well, gay I, people. There've always been, you know, transgender people have always existed. It's like right. and and oh and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not putting them in the same category sucked. as like no. shitty people. But it's just like when people right. are like, Why are there gays now? Why are there transgender people? Why are people raping people? And it's like, listen, like these are just things that like weren't allowed to be talked about. And now it's great that people can be openly gay, openly transgender, openly genderqueer, can talk about, hey, I am the survivor of violence. Like 
it's so much better that we don't have to hide these beautiful and difficult things. Right. And they should affect change at the yeah, end. Exactly. It, right. And, and, and shedding yeah. all this light on this stuff. What yeah. I, you know, swear to God, every three months, another fucking leaf is peeled back. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm a racist again. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I a racist? And but it's acknowledging the parts that you've been trained that from childhood, everybody that I has see them. something. Yes. Yeah. So it's, and that's what you have to do literally every, like that's the work we're <laughs> right. all doing in different we're ways. We're all doing like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause These, I think that too. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Where, why, wait, why do I think this? Cause I have a feeling. I have a feeling. You know what I mean? That I'm wrong. I have a feeling uh, there's a reason that this has nothing to do with anything logical <laughs> and this is fucking racist bullshit I've been fed. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and get out of the way for the love of Christ. But Jackie. that's what you have to do. It's whatever. So many people are afraid to do that and they're like, oh no, that's not. It's like, no, no, unless you hold a mirror it's, up. It's okay. And acknowledge it, the ways you've been taught to and think incorrectly. The thing is, is there'll still be plenty. There'll yeah. be plenty for everyone. It'll be okay. We We're can, all doing we, homework. We're we can all, all we can share. It's fine. It's you. You can yeah. call it socialism, but when you were three years old, you were just told to share. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fine. Don't fucking make it harder than it has to be. No, it'll. They'll still. You'll still get a sandwich, man. It'll yeah. be. If I'm in the kitchen, I will make him a sandwich. Yeah. I don't. You know, it's not. Yeah, and hopefully, he'll do the same. And he will do the same. It is. is he be- who's better at it? Who's better at making a sandwich? Yeah, he cares more. So uh, I would say he's better I'm at making so a sandwich. I'm not going to get to beat your husband while I'm here because your husband seems like a perfect person. He's a, uh, uh, I kind of, I, I, I love him a lot. So it's all worked out. I will give you a tour of his toy collection. And okay, then that's will go, the same. And that's it'll, perfect. It can't hurt. Yeah. It's, uh, just everything I've heard about Jackie's husband, he just sounds amazing. He cares about sandwiches. He cares about Halloween decorations. He's good at, yeah. he's good at that Andy Ashcraft. Yeah. Go to theheroinstant.com. Free go. game that he made for everybody to have. Nice. So there you go. Uh, I'm talking to Lane Moore, by the way. Uh, and it's at hello, Lane Moore, L-A-N-E. M-O-O-R-E. And uh, you have a show called Tinder Live. You do stand-up comedy. Yes. People should follow you on the internets. Yeah. And it has been an hour, my friend. Yay. Uh, all, we didn't even get to the craft, Selena. Oh, and I could have talked for a solid dark? hour about Selena. <laughs> all I do is like watch her old YouTube videos and just cry that she's not with us anymore. Did you see her fairy tale funeral? Anyway. No. She had a fairy tale funeral. It was yeah, a, is there a video of this on the internet? That sounds oh, so sad and beautiful. It's sad <sighs> and beautiful and really wrong. It is essentially oh, four, like six white horses pulled a, a, a crystal hearse oh. that was in white, gold, and gilt. And you're like, okay, Aww. I know she was 11 or whatever. Yeah. but uh, And we all want a fairy tale funeral, but that's, that's brutal. So I know, but I just... She is like my heart. It's the whole, I just love her so much. And you just watch those old videos. She just had so much left to give. It's fine. The pattern of Lane Moore. You have heard it. <laughs> we have learned to love Lane Moore. Damn, you're you're freaking delight. Thank you anyway, so much. This thank so you fun. so much for doing the dork for us. Yeah, thank you. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?